Yeah. We all know the boys and the girls doing it. What's up, everybody? This is the Webmaster Wade Needham. Actually, since this is behind the scoop, it's just Wade Needham. Or I guess I could probably even just go by my real first name, which is Tommy. And I know, for those that don't know the situation, right, you're probably wondering, wait, wait, what, Tommy, what? I've been very open with it the last few years. Wade is my middle name. Tommy's my first name. So, hey, there you go. Behind the scoop, right? You're getting the real guy. That's what this podcast is about. It's about me being myself. It's about me stepping away from the webmaster persona. Not to say that, I mean, it's not the real me when I do ring scoop stuff. But obviously it is the real me with, you know, the volume turned up. It's... It's me getting into broadcaster mode. It's me getting into the guy that's got the bachelor's degree, uh, you know, putting on a show for everybody. Um, but this is this is me, man. This is me out, out of out of that element. It's probably going to be me not following a lot of the typical rules of doing a show or doing public speaking or any of that kind of stuff. There's going to be some vocalized pauses. There's going to be. A lot of different thoughts. Me kind of breaking away from what I'm talking about right now because I just got a message from from my buddy the Tin Man on Facebook. It says shared a video, but there's no video attached to it, so I might have to check it out on the browser later. I don't know if there's something screwed up on the Facebook Messenger. But anyway, yeah, man, uh, behind the scoop, uh, I, there's not even going to be like a set time for these things. Like with the Ring Scoops podcast, like we try to go, I try to go at least you know an hour. Lately, we've been going almost two hours on those shows. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of going two hours on that. I prefer the golden time of anywhere between 50 minutes and an hour 15. To me, that's like perfect because that could easily fit into somebody's commute for the day. Or if they want to listen before they go to sleep at night or something like that, it's not going to keep them up all night. Two hours. I mean, that's like going to movie theater, two-hour podcast. You got to set some time inside for that. You got to schedule something like that. But anyway, yeah, there's no time frame. I, I just go when I go. I, I wrote I wrote down some stuff that I want to kind of just talk about. Um, the the purpose for this show is there's there's a couple purposes. Uh, over the years, there's been different projects that I've tried that are non wrestling projects, and I think like the most successful one was the most recent one I did, which was Screen Discourse. Uh, which is funny because that completely started off on the wrong foot. Uh, when I when I went to plan everything out, I had an idea of what I wanted to do with it. I had a half a dozen people on board with it. And then when it launched, for like the first month, it was just me. And then my buddy Dennis jumped in and really took the reins with it when him and, and Rob started Two Guys Drinking and he carried it for a couple of months. That was like the only content on the website pretty much. Uh, and then of course, eventually it just kind of, you know, floated off. Um, I had uh, I'd gotten interest in it again for a few months. I wrote some blogs on it. I tried to do my own Screen Discourse podcast and whatnot. And throughout most of 2019, uh, you know, it was it was both of us. Uh, Dennis took care of a lot of the uh, media part, and I did a lot of the writing. But it was it was fun to do it. I would love to do something like that again if I can actually get like a crew on board. But it was just too big of a of a 
task to tackle on just by myself. I think about that about ring scoops a lot too sometimes. But that was going on for 21 years. It's almost like one of those things where like if I didn't do ring scoops, I don't know what I'd be doing because I've done it for so long. And I know that's not really a good thing to do, but that's just what happens in life. People do that with jobs. People do that with school. You know, that's why like when I go to school, I try to not put all my eggs in one basket. Down the road, when I have my plan figured out, which I'm just about completely debt-free now, um, as far as uh, student loan stuff, that's almost done by September. I'll be completely free of that. Um, and I could, uh, I could focus full-time on jumping into the employment marketplace with my skills and I think I have a lot to offer and it's not I don't I mean I may not have a lot of hardcore on the job experience like a 9 to 5 kind of job I've done a lot of freelance over the, over the years but I've I've got a resume to go with my education which is a good thing um, and as far as like a lot of my skill sets go you know like I said I don't want to try to put them all in, all my eggs in one basket I could do desktop publishing, I could do web design, I could do graphic design, I could do public speaking, I could do brand uh, marketing, I could do uh, a lot of different things. Uh, I've finished up my first year pre-law in the paralegal program over here. So hopefully in this next year I'll finish that up and I'll have another associate's degree and I can actually be a paralegal. So I'll, I'll have those skills. I have journalistic skills, um, different writing formats. I can do screenwriting, creative writing, prose fiction. I can do AP style. Um, I can do academic writing. Um, just so many different things. Public speaking, obviously. Uh, video production. Um, photography. Media. All that stuff, man. Um, screenwriting is a big passion of mine. Um, last year on New Year's Eve I had finished my first draft of my first full feature script which is Grim Creek and then uh, throughout 2020 I had uh, done uh, various revisions of it and I finally got a a version of Grim Creek that I'm, I'm proud of I've just dropped the ball on trying to get it around and whatnot. Uh, I'm jumping all over the place uh, with this. I, I wrote down, I guess no in particular order. I have to talk about what I wrote down. But um, <clears throat> just all kinds of different things. Let's start off with Christmas. Man, Christmas is already here and gone. It's, um, I had a really good Christmas this year. It was uh, my parents, myself, and my brother Anthony. And we got surprised with a visit from uh, my nephews, John and Justin. Uh, Justin's 14, John's 18. And uh, they drove out here by themselves uh, from Golden Valley, Arizona, where they're from. So it was a nice surprise to see them on Christmas Day. They came out to visit their dad, and uh, who lives out here, <clears throat> and him at San Jacinto. And uh, so they came and visited for a couple of hours. It was pretty nice. You know, uh, Justin got to go upstairs and help my brother Anthony set up his, his PlayStation 4 that he recently bought off of our cousin. <clears throat> so he was able to go up there and help him out with it. 
Because, like, I wanted to help him out with it, but it was a situation because I can't go upstairs. You know, because the wheelchair, right? Um, he'd have to bring the PS4 down here. And he's, like, a lot of things don't really stick with him that well if it's outside of his environment. So, like, if he were to bring the PS4 down here and I showed him how to use it, by the time that he took it back upstairs and hooked it back up, he'd forget about it. But if it was up in his room and somebody showed him how to do it, he didn't have to worry about how to set it back up and all that kind of stuff. It sticks a little bit more. Um, and, and, you know, I, I get it. We all know it's, it's not that hard to do stuff on a console, right? But my brother, the last console that he owned, I think it was like a Super Nintendo. So just imagine, if you will, okay? Just imagine. You have not played video games since the Super Nintendo, and now you have a PlayStation 4. That is a huge learning curve. My brother Anthony is not the most technologically friendly guy out there. <clears throat> He's gone through so many, you know, smartphones over the years. He gets frustrated with them and he breaks them. And he gets to go get some, a new one. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen with this PS4. That would be... I would cry if he got pissed off at it. But anyway. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, that was good. At Christmas, uh, and then, uh, you know, we uh, we had a nice Christmas dinner. Um, we had the visit there for my nephews, and then later on that night, we'd uh, turned on Wonder Woman 84 and watched together out there in the living room. Uh, really good movie. I, I enjoyed it. I mean... With everything, if I were to actually sit down and really think about it, there's things I can nitpick about it, but I'm not going to do that because it ain't worth it. Uh, I am, I'm trying to get into the industry. I'm not in it, and I don't have experience in it other than just writing stuff on my own. So who am I to say they did this right or did this wrong? Um, I can say that they did this that I liked it, and they did this that I didn't like. But overall, I was entertained by the movie. It was a good movie. You know, I know a lot of people on social media talked a lot of crap about it, but, you know, hey, two each their own, right? Uh, they got the right the crap on it. That's fine. It's not gonna, I'm not gonna lose sleep over it, and I'm pretty sure the studio's not gonna lose sleep over it. If I'm not mistaken, I think they've greenlit a third Wonder Woman movie, so it, they're making bank, even considering the situation that we're in with the global pandemic but yeah um, one thing I, I got for Christmas my mom and dad they got me uh, these shelves that I was looking at on the Ikea website and they uh, they're almost like they're designed for pop vinyls because you could fit 10 of them on there and there's maybe a centimeter between the front of the box and the front of the shelf like the lip that prevents things from falling off of it. So it's like they're perfectly made for it. And then maybe a centimeter off of each side they hang. But you can fit ten of them on there. We've got three of those. We got those put up yesterday. I did a lot of cleaning in my room in this one corner of my room. So it's easier for me to like move some stuff around. And then we got the shelves put up on the wall above the TV. So I got 30 pop vinyls up there. Which I still, on my bookcase behind me, I still got a lot of pop vinyls that are covering up pop vinyls there's like three rows of them in there so but these shelves are like 17 bucks off of ikea uh they're really nice they're like floating shelves you know they got three screws on there luckily we found two studs to put them in and then we did the 
the drywall with the uh, little plastic thing. I can't, the, I think they're called the drywall hooks or something like that. Um, but yeah, we got those in there. They're up there. They're solid. They ain't going anywhere. I want to get some more, though. Um, I can see there's two, two or three spots in my room that I could probably put two or three more shelves up, which would be another 30 pops. I got 10 that are on top of my monitor right now. They're like on the monitor, kind of tilted back, leaning against the wall so they don't fall completely. But that's 10, right? That's one shelf. If I were able to do that, then I can move the webcam back up on top of the monitor. And I can put the webcam into where I want. But I think that'd be kind of cool to do that. Free up some more room. Maybe on, on display. And if I get it all the way around the room, it'd be cool because I'd have pop finals around three of my walls. And then the fourth wall, the one that's usually behind me at the desk, I got my punch-out paintings. I think it was 12 of them I did. Uh, four years ago. I painted like the uh, all the characters from Mike Tyson's Punch Out, including you know uh, Little Mac and, and Doc. But um, yeah, when I was cleaning out, I, I found three canvases. They're eight by tens. And uh, yesterday, when I had the table and my drawers pulled out, I saw my paint kit, so I know where my paints are. So. I might bust out some uh, some paintings. I got three canvases, so keep on a lookout for that. Uh, I got rid of my personal Instagram. I might bring it back. I don't know. I, I, with Instagram, I kind of I just want to have just the one up for for Ring Scoops, who is uh, now also co-managed now by a, a social media manager that I, I hired for Ring Scoops. Her name is Leah, and she's been she's been real good about doing a lot of things on social media for me, um, especially on Twitter. Twitter's like her her expertise. She's like grown the fan base just this week alone by uh, almost 100 followers, which is really cool. Um, big shout out there to Leah. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. But as far as like Instagram goes, like I got the ring scoops one up. I closed out my personal one. I might bring it back because I might want to show off like some of my artwork. Um, if I get back into doing painting, because I, I did paintings years ago uh, for a while, then I stopped. <clears throat> I have the Apple Pencil for the iPad now, and I do a lot of drawings. I kind of want to start getting into the habit of maybe doing one or two drawings, maybe a night. I mean, that might be too much. Maybe Maybe three a week. Um, and then start advertising and putting those up on my TikTok too. Uh, I'm just trying to find the balance of like having like personal space and social media and then having like the brand stuff on there. That's why like I split up the, the Twitter again. So the Ring Scoops Twitter is for Ring Scoops and then I got my own Twitter, which I, I went back to my old account. Uh, Wade Needham on there. Um, but yeah, yeah. That's that. Um, but yeah, I think I, I need a spot to kind of show off some of that, some of the artwork. TikTok might be a good spot because I can add music to it as well. Uh, Instagram is the ideal one because that's a visual medium for, you know, 2D. And that's exactly what I would be doing. So who knows? Maybe I'll, I'll bring bring that back maybe I'll bring back the Wade Needham Instagram and not the 
the other well the other one I, I named that Webmaster Wade so I got Webmaster Wade and I got Wade Needham I'll just probably do Wade Needham it's just easier to just keep everything the same across the board um so yeah I just want to kind of get into doing a lot of that stuff and the bead art too the perler beads I want to get into that more again now that I got a lot more room and some space and I can probably start popping some of those out so expect some some paintings, some beat art, and some more drawings come up pretty soon. That's usually my my medium right there. I could do ceramics if I had some clay. I still have all my tools from the classes that I took. And I still remember how to do a lot of the basics, you know, doing a coil, uh, scoring, you know, that kind of good stuff. Make some slammy awards. <laughs> Out of ceramics and out of clay. I did a lot. Of, I made a lot of Slammy Awards way back in the day when I was taking ceramics in my undergrad. And uh, some of the friends that I made in that class, they still bring it up every once in a while. They're like, man, remember those little guys you used to make in the class? And the, I remember the first one I made, and the teacher was looking at it, and he was just like, what is this? I was like, you know, like an Oscar, but it's like for wrestling. It's called the Slammy Award. And he just got the biggest kick out of that. It was just funny. Great conversations made in that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how about that stimulus, huh? Looks like uh, some of those checks are going out. The the, the guaranteed six hundred dollars that that everybody has, has apparently agreed on. They're still trying to fight for the two thousand dollars, which is great. That would be awesome if we got the six thousand, and then they said, "Screw it, we'll just give you two thousand on top of that and make it a twenty six hundred total." That'd be be phenomenal uh, either way if we got the 600 and then they gave us 1400 later I'd still be happy with that I'm happy with 600 um, it should be more I, I'm not going to lie about that but I think 600 is better than nothing um, they could really screw us over and just say you know take it up the ass you guys aren't getting nothing so I try to try to be a little positive about it, but they they could they could be doing a lot better in Washington for for us for the citizens. They could be doing a lot better. It sucks that they're not. It sucks that they're turning this situation and playing with people's lives and their livelihood and their homes and everything and playing a game with it. But you know. I guess I'm not motivated enough to uh, make that much of a change where I'm going to run for Congress or anything. But I'll be honest with you, I have actually thought about running for city council here in San Jacinto. That has crossed my mind the last few elections, and this last one has really inspired me. There's a man in our city named Brian Hawkins that uh, ran for city council, and, and he won the seat. And he's a very inspirational man. He's a, he's a pastor out here. And every time I see um, some of his posts on Facebook, it uh, it motivates me. It really does. It's uh, city council seems like the kind of thing where I, I I can probably do without getting overwhelmed. If that makes any sense, I can make a difference. I can make a change. One of the biggest platforms that I would like to run on um, is trying to make the city a little bit more accessible for those with disabilities and those that are uh, in the older age group. So more sidewalks, more uh, more street lights, 
uh, more accessible and easier to get to ramps on the corners of streets with crosswalks and whatnot. Uh, just trying to increase that kind of thing. Uh, easier access for, for people. Making sure that there's certain designated times, like what the pandemic has brought this last year, with you know early early morning times for you know those that are disabled or those that are you know the elderly that they could have worry-free time to shop in stores and whatnot. I would like to expand that idea a little bit more. Talk with the community, try to figure out what we can do to make that that great idea even greater. Um, those are the kind of platforms that I would run on. Uh, making the city more accessible and more safe for people, for the citizens. That's one of the things that I'm, that's real big for me. Is If it's more safe, if it's a safer environment and it's more accessible for everybody to get around, then we can do a lot more community outreach. We can do a lot more community events. We can all come together better. Because there wouldn't be any worry about, oh, can I get there? Or when I do get there, is am I going to be safe? Is the people that are going to be with me, are they going to be safe? If we can put those two concerns out of, out of there, then I think San Jacinto Hemet Valley will be a lot more uh, of a peaceful area. There will be a lot more harmony going on. So that's what I would do if I was running for, for city council. I know it's not like any major changes. Um, I Obviously, I would listen to a lot of the small businesses, the local businesses. Um, I would do everything I could to support them um, try to figure out some kind of programs to create more awareness of having people shop at those places improve the quality of consumerism and on the other side as well uh, try to improve any productivity and products from, from the businesses here in town and try to work together everything is a two way road if if we're both on a road, I'm going one way and you're going the other way. And if we're in the same lane, we're going to crash into each other head on, right? And that's just going to be disaster. But it's just like when you're on the freeway. you got one lane going one way and another lane going this way. And it's harmonious. There's no collision. I mean, there are traffic collisions. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be naive and say there's no such thing as that. I hope you get what I'm trying to say. I hope you're trying to get the, the message I'm trying to send. It's... uh. It's like gears and a watch, right? One gear stops working, everything stops working. You got to get everything working together. So there's that. But going back to the stimulus, uh, what I wanted to talk about with the stimulus, um, some of the ideas that I had that I want to do with my stimulus when it comes in, uh, the first two things I want to do is I want to pay off my iPad and I want to finish paying off my phone. So that way it'll lower my cell phone bill every month. And then whatever's left over, treat my mom and dad and my brother to a nice dinner. And then if there's anything left over with that, I was thinking about getting some parts together, getting a Raspberry Pi, getting an electronic uh, junction box, or uh, you know one of those little plastic box kits that you can do stuff in. And I want to put the Raspberry Pi in there, and then with the lid, drill out some holes, put some arcade buttons and a joystick, with a control pad and put that in there and route the wire around so that way it's it's not a full arcade cabinet but it's a portable arcade stick with the buttons 
and then it's also got the arcade built in inside so all I'd have to do is just plug in the power and plug in an HDMI into the TV and whatever TV it's hooked up to that TV becomes the arcade so like if I wanted to go somewhere and take that with me I could just throw it in the back of the car and we go to a hotel room plug it into the TV boom I got my arcade with the stick the joystick the buttons all that stuff so I know there's different ways I could do it. Like, I could just forget the Raspberry Pi and just get all the other stuff and just make it just an arcade stick and just plug it into the USB and anything else, which I would plan on doing afterwards, too, because that way I could plug the first one into the TV, and that's the actual arcade, and then we get another one that doesn't have the Raspberry Pi in it, and I could plug that into the first one, so that's two controllers into one, and then you can just hold them in your lap and just you know play the games. That's what I want to do. Uh, I looked up the parts uh, to build the one with the Raspberry Pi inside of it. Cost about $65 if I use like a Raspberry Pi 3. Which I've, I've built a retro Pi with a Raspberry Pi uh, 0. And it runs pretty good. And that's a $5 board. Um, I would need the Raspberry Pi 3 with the full size HDMI unless I... Unless I jimmy some other stuff together <laughs> to fit that other one in there, then it would be a lot cheaper of a, of a project. But I want to do the other one because it's just a little bit more CPU power behind it, <clears throat> a little bit more GPU power as well, which means that I wouldn't have to worry about it. Can it run certain N64 games or PlayStation games? There'd be no doubt it'd be able to run those. And some of the other more hardcore uh, arcade titles but that's what I would like to do <clears throat> yeah um, going back real quick to um, those shells I was talking about with the pop finals um, the more room that I can I can free up on the ground and tabletop in my room the more it'll be easier for me to start setting up and turn in certain aspects of my room into more of a studio environment. I want to try to make the table that's next to my desk more of a workbench for me to do projects on. I want to have enough room on my desk to have, like when I stream, to have like my iPad, the monitor, the mics, all that stuff going and still have room to like set some other stuff on there as well. And right now I've got that. I'm almost there with the table. Um, behind me, I want to get rid of the bookcase that I have eventually. And I want to set up um, some banners back there with, and maybe if I, if I can figure out a way to do this, I want to put up maybe two or three track lights up there in that corner that point down so I got right lighting so I could turn that corner into my video corner I think that would be kind of cool so if I ever wanted to do anything I just you know hook the camera up turn the lights on <clears throat> I got studio lighting I have some banners as a background and then I want to get one of those Elgato pull up green screens that I can easily fit there in the corner too and then I could slip underneath my bed when I'm not using it so that way I got green screen on the go as fast as I can. I got my pop-out green screen for the go so we can take on the road anywhere. <clears throat> and just do all that kind of good stuff. And if I got enough room on my desk too, I'd like to set up my uh, 
I have two mixing boards. I have a 16-channel mixing board, and then I have the 8-channel. The, the 8-channel, obviously, is a lot smaller. It's about the size of a Nintendo Wii. Maybe a little bit bigger. Uh, that'd be kind of cool to be able to have enough room on my desk to have that set up. So that way, if I want to have a co-host over or a friend or something like that over to do a show with, I can have that already set up, so I just need to plug a mic into it and know it'll work. And then we can just tweak the levels. And not have to jimmy things around with USBs and all that kind of stuff. It would just already be out there and set up. <clears throat> That'd be great. Sorry about frogging my throat. She's <clears throat> got a lot of phlegm all of a sudden. She's got a big old wad of it out. Um, I think this is probably going to be it for the show. Uh, for the first Behind the Scoops. Um... Or behind the scoop, I can't remember if I pluralized or not, but you get what I'm saying, right? This is this is just me being myself, kind of like a an audio journal in a way, just kind of talking things out, <clears throat> maybe being a form of therapy in a way. And of course, these aren't always just going to be myself. These are always aren't going to be just like what I've talked about here. If something in the news that bugs me, I'll hop on the mic talk about it get my thoughts out there i'll have friends on the show where we talk about all kinds of stuff i just want to kind of give a glance as to who i am behind the ring scoops guy that people know uh because i know there could be a misperception out there and there's a lot of people out there too that are like oh you run a wrestling website that must be like your life you're a big wrestling fan i've had people throw that in my face all the time we get an argument and they're like, this isn't this fantasy wrestling world that you fucking live in. And I'm like, why? Because I watched three hours on Monday night that this is my life. Just give an insight out there. Not that I have to fucking prove anything to anybody, but I've always wanted to have a non-wrestling project going. And I've tried to do big with it. And I figured a podcast is not going big with it. This could be a form of therapy in a way too. Just kind of get some thoughts out there. So that's what we're going with this. Um, and as I close, I just want to give my four main goals for 2021 because the next time that you hear me here on Behind the Scoop is going to be in 2021. But tomorrow's New Year's Eve. My four biggest goals in 2021 that I want to accomplish. One is to finish the paralegal program at Mount San Antonio College. Second one is to save up and return to Cal State San Bernardino uh, to go for my master's in communications. I want to draw and paint more, which I talked about earlier. And the biggest one that I want to accomplish in 2021, and I try to make this a yearly goal of mine, is I want to make a positive change in at least one person's life. If I can do that, then I'll feel good about myself. And I'll tell you this, as screwed up as 2020 has been, I don't think I've had as many people come to me in 2020 tell me something that I did or something that I said had inspired them to make some kind of part of their life better. I've had more people in 2020 tell that to me about stuff that I've done online or stuff that they've seen me do or say that has helped them out. And for that, you guys have helped me out by telling me that because I'm unaware of this stuff. You, you never know who's watching. You never know who's listening. You never know what kind of change you're going to make in somebody's life. So the, the only way to go about doing that is just be yourself, be nice, be kind, 
try to live a, a good life. And as I always say on all my projects, be cool. That's pretty much all I got to say about that. So thank you for listening to the first Behind the Scoop podcast. I'm Wade Needham. Thank you.